Welcome, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen. It is time. Everyone. It is time. Between. It is time. It is time. It is time. Please, everyone. Everyone, take a seat. It is time. During this difficult time <laughs> of uh, our pre pre rebirth uh, jitters that we have going on here. Um. So yes, hi. Welcome. To the Midgar Minute podcast, <laughs> I am I'm Chris, joined <laughs> as always by my lovely and faithful co-host Nick. Nick, how are you doing on uh, Rebirth release Eve? Um, as we are recording this on, I am doing quite well on this Rebirth Eve. It is a day I never mm. thought would come, but I'm glad we're here, and I'm glad we all get to be here together. Yeah, and we we made it. <laughs> and uh, by the time you guys are hearing this, uh, the game will probably be out, and uh, you know we'll be we'll be neck deep in this stuff <laughs> and everything and all the goodness oh, yeah. to come there. But um, for this episode, we figured uh, you know the demo came out, um, and we were gonna talk about the first half of it when it came out, and they're like, ah, you know, let's just wait until the Junon part comes out, and then we'll just talk about it real quick uh, before the game comes out. And, uh, boy, do I have a lot of things to say about the demo. Not, and I, that sounds bad, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's all good. Trust me. Uh, I, I, I have nothing but praise for all the stuff that they have there. But speaking of praise, uh, I would <laughs> be remiss if I did not praise our lovely, lovely folks over at the Mosey Gang, um, the, the lovely people who support the, the show, um, either with one dollar, at least one dollar a month, or one dollar one time, uh, and you can get access to the Discord and become a member of the Mosey Gang. Yep. Uh, and we have ep- uh, links in the episode description and social medias. You know where to find it. You're on the internet. You know where to go. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to belittle your <laughs> intelligence. I'm sure you guys know where to look <laughs> for all that stuff. But I uh, want to give, of course, a special shout out to. Scott, Kyle, AJ, Danny, Kevin, Jillian, Brianne, Matt, Sam, Charlotte, Cameron, Garrett, Dan, Dan M, Ryan, Petros, Matt M, Tyos48, Colton, Tone, Kimmy, Chris G, John, Flynn, Jim, Joey, Trey, Carmen, Gracie, Benjamin, Lucas, and Justin. Thank you guys so, so much. And of course, special shout outs to Carmen uh, for the intro and outro music that I the epic intro uh, outro music recently re-listened to again and just it's so good it's so good it'll never not be good <laughs> and uh bless his heart <laughs> for for being so kind as to to make that for us um mm-hmm. but with that out of the way let's um I don't I don't even know where to begin I guess <laughs> we'll just we'll start with the the Nibelheim let's touch on section. the demo let's yeah let's touch on the demo and then let's get into some of our predictions for what we're about mm. to all experience in this game. Uh, okay, yes, I'm super down for that. Um, so, yeah, the the demo, I loved it. I was apprehensive <laughs> about playing it because <laughs> I was just, I'm one of those people that I'm like, ah, I'll just wait, I'll wait. I've been waiting four years. Uh, let me wait <laughs> an extra couple of weeks just to play the game. But, you know, we have a show to do. So <laughs> I figured it, you know, and the very very least uh you know we had to do it for the show and um i did not regret playing it um there was not you know it wasn't something i'm like oh man i d- wish i had seen this in the game first or something like that so thankfully there's nothing like that but obviously you know spoilers you know i would assume that if you're 
if you if you're trying to steer clear of stuff before the game comes out that you probably haven't even been looking at our way uh <laughs> for a little bit <laughs> but um yeah man i i loved this demo um i think the especially it as a complete package even just the nibelheim section was good enough i think for you know like something like if they had just put that out I think I would be okay with that being the demo, mm-hmm. you know? But the fact that they went in and were like, hey, you yeah, know, we'll give you another little, we'll give you a little chunk of open world mm-hmm. that you can go in and you have all the party there and you can kind of play with all the new mechanics and stuff like that. I think that was a really smart idea, especially considering how much stuff has changed <laughs> since the remake. Well, that's what and, I wanted to bring uh, up. Speaking of all know, the new uh, mechanics, again to how did game, you... Uh, been yeah, uh, streaming the uh, my a remake playthrough uh, in the build up to the uh, until Rebirth coming out, and made it just in time. <laughs> made it just in time. <laughs> finished the finale and the Yuffie DLC uh, this past week, and um, it was really interesting, kind of going back and forth between the demo and remake, and really noticing how far along they've come in terms of pretty much everything. I mean, it, it literally just seems like Remake was the foundation and Rebirth is just that perfect, you know, they're just taking all the stuff that worked from there and then building upon it, which, in my opinion, is uh, the best way to go about doing a sequel. And has been kind of what we've been seeing. I've been seeing more of that lately with games. Um, you know, they have sequels come out that it's like, yeah, you know, the first one was pretty good, and we know that it was good, and there was a lot of great things about it, but there were some things that weren't so good, and we worked on those things, and then just just kept kept working on it, kept working on it, kept cranking on it, improvising, uh, or sorry, iterating on stuff, and you can really feel that, and especially with uh, the combat, because, oh boy, <laughs> the combat is probably the biggest improvement so far. I mean the air combat. I mean it's it's night and day how <laughs> you know and especially you know cuz in remake you know you would go as cloud and you would go hit an aerial enemy and then you do you know 1 2 3 and then you drop down to the ground and then you jump up do 1 2 3 and it was just it wasn't very it didn't flow well it didn't feel great um and you know thankfully and I think they they must have known that because they're just like all right we don't really put you in a lot of scenarios where you're not going to have Aerith or Barrett in your party and dealing with enemies like that. So mm-hmm. you'll just, just switch over to that. And it feels like to me that they've, they've kind of addressed that. And instead of having certain characters be like hard counters for certain enemy types, like, you know, you would see in other, like an FF 10 or something like that. Um, it seems that there's a bit more like everyone can kind of do a little bit more of everything and be viable in a lot more different situations than in remake. Uh, and I love to see that because it felt if there was another criticism I could levy towards remakes combat is that it, it did feel a bit limited and a bit like sh- not shallow, but kind of <laughs> like, I, I don't know if that's like the right way to put it, but it always felt kind of like ah there I wish you could do just a little bit more there was like something else and then we saw that in um in uh the Yuffie DLC which man playing that again uh, cuz again I have not touched I did not touch remake or the DLC since they launched 
um, because I was always like, yeah, I'll play him again. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, the march of time. And <laughs> then it's like, oh, well, the next game is going to come out. So I might as well just wait until that point to <laughs> to play it, uh, the games again. Um, but, man, uh, they I, you could tell, like, going back and playing through the, the Yuffie DLC, you could tell, okay, they, they were trying stuff out there that they were going to implement in Rebirth. And you can kind of almost see the path, you know? I mean, again, I didn't really... With the demo, I only played the Junon section and uh, the Nibelheim, uh, you know, I played the, all, both of those sections just one time because I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get too deep in, I didn't want to get too lost in the sauce. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, you know, just kind of went through and I, you know, I was thorough. I tried to do everything that I could do, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to just like keep doing it over and over and over again. So, uh, but you could tell that. Even even from a an initial like one time playthrough, you can tell how much further that um, everything's gone, and you can be like, "Man, this is this is the real shit. <laughs> We're getting to the real shit." Um, combat. Well, yeah, I mean that's story. I was just gonna say that's what probably stood out to me in the demo the most was this feeling that when I just jumped into some combat, right? Because you had the Nibelheim demo, which was more or less just a tutorial so you don't really mm -hmm. get a feel for the combat and they let you play right. sephiroth who's obviously for story reasons completely overpowered in a completely different league than the rest of us <laughs> as correct says. as cloud might say cloud might say anyway <laughs> cloud. um my favorite thing about the junon portion of the demo wasn't necessarily how much there was to do with the combat but just fe the actual feeling of being overwhelmed the actual feeling of like oh my god this feels way different than Remake. It's not as simple as, oh, I played Remake. I'm going to seamlessly jump into this combat. No, mm -hmm. you are going to be overwhelmed and yeah. lost at what to do with the new mechanics, the new... It's, it, and it's like lot. the boss fight too. The, the boss fight in Junon was actually a little bit hard. Beat it on my first yeah. try, but there was some serious pushback. And I'm like, good, good. Because that pushback yeah, is the only thing that's going to motivate you or like push you to actually understand this in, combat more fluidly. Yeah, learn it, so, learn uh, the systems, yeah. engage with everything, yeah, and really kind of test. And, you know, kind of how we would, uh, you know, we praise like the Hell House fight in Remake for that reason, right? It kind of was the first fight that made you really like pay attention to what's going on and being like, okay, I actually have to strategize and time things properly. And it seems like they're just kind of taking that to a whole other level here and being like, you know, I'm seeing stuff and I'm like, oh, there's like crazy, crazy uh, like combo potential and like things to do here. And it just seems like they're they literally are just like, oh, yeah, just more, just more, just more. It's more and better. <laughs> that's all. That's all. And that, to be honest, that's all they really needed to do. And it, and it does almost feel like a completely different game almost like it doesn't even feel like, you know, this almost feels obviously like what, you know, remake should have been in a way. Um, but I can appreciate Remake for being as good as it was despite that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like seeing it now as part of a, um, you know, a, a only like a stepping stone in this trilogy, right? And thinking like, okay, they had to find what worked and what didn't. And then, you know, were able to make something there. I still think Remake's a pretty satisfying game combat-wise. And, you know... I, I I mean, 
aside the, the only real i mean the air combat was the worst <laughs> that's you know everything else about that game like you could feel it almost like the stuff that with, with tifa you know that you do okay you know you want to you know there's a certain chain of moves that you want to do in a certain order to get you know the the most optimal outcome for you know stagger and things like that and there's it just seems like now and i didn't really dig too deep into uh all the materia and all the other stuff and abilities that everyone has i kind of just like you know i i played around with red and uh you know tried to figure out the, all the the synergy stuff um which yeah i i definitely will agree if uh you know you play the demo and you're just kind of like oh here you go they just kind of throw you in there um, they throw you in the deep end <laughs> right away, which I think mm -hmm. is good. And I, you know, kind of, it does force you to adapt to those things, even though, I mean, it was kind of harder for me, you know, coming, you know, off of, uh, you know, a remake playthrough and being more hard coded towards that game and trying to break from that and do try to learn all the rebirth stuff was a little challenging, but I feel like in, obviously in the base game, it will, they'll probably be a better, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll trickle that stuff out to you ideally, instead of just being like, oh, here's everything all at once. Here you go. Go nuts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I, I am, I am super pleased with everything that I've seen, uh, from these demos. Um, the combat, the, uh, cloud getting a projectile attack, which he should have had <laughs> this whole time. Yep. Uh, is, I mean, if he could have it in great. Smash, he could have it in his own game. Yeah, I was gonna say he can. Ha yeah, he can have it on a motorcycle, and uh, that's it. <laughs> but now, now that that is part of his, you know, move set. You know, even stuff like that. You know, going and being like, oh, he has all this kind of extra stuff, and everyone. And I'm glad that they also, you know, revisited the characters from remake that you did play as, and give them new stuff. You know, it seems like they all kind of have mm -hmm. different everything. Everyone's kind of tweaked a little bit, um, you know, to probably deal with all the crazy shit that we're going to be fighting <laughs> in this game <laughs> and all these different, um, you know, scenarios we're going to be in. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the yeah, that boss fight uh, in the lower Junon was tough. It was really tough. And I actually did die once <laughs> because I wasn't. Um, I don't think I was paying attention to the proper things and then, you know, not the game's fault. It was my fault, but, um, I like that though. I like that. I wasn't able to just, no, I want that pushback, everything, you know, cause that was, you know, playing well, the remake, you know, it was that you could definitely notice it more. It was a lot more prominent there. Um, and I wonder, you know, and I was playing it on normal. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't playing it on easy or, or anything. It was just, and I don't remember my initial playthrough being like super challenging either, but I don't know, maybe I guess going from that and then playing remake and, and kind of having a bit more, having them be a bit more closer. Um, I can see it a little bit better and be like, Oh yeah. Like it's a little, you know, and I'm sure I, I never, I never did a hard mode playthrough of remake, but I wonder if that would address some of it, but it, I don't, I'm not sure if it would. Well, I, I'll say this for myself, like the first, my first remake playthrough, the only boss I died against was the Hell House. And I died a mm -hmm. few times. Everybody else I took out on my first try. However, hard mode, what hard mode did for me 
was give me the kind of pushback that I honestly felt in this demo, and it was only after playing hard mode that I really felt like I understood the combat, that I really felt like mm. I got really fluid with it, because I was forced to, because the big move, I mean, the big rule in hard mode is that you have no items, so you can't rely on Phoenix Downs potions. Like, you have to yeah, be engaged at a whole point. other level. The whole time, exactly. Yeah, and it was only after that that I really felt like I understood the combat. Um, not that I did it on my first playthrough, but the game challenging me forced yeah, me to step yeah, up forcing, my game. Yeah, forcing you to engage with every part of the, the battle mechanics. And that that's something that, yeah, you can definitely feel is lacking in uh, in like normal difficulty on Remake. But um, And I'm, I, I definitely want to go back and play, like do a hard mode playthrough on Remake one day. Just to see, you know, because I've heard that from all the people that I have talked to that have done hard mode playthroughs. They're like, yeah, it's like, it's really satisfying. It's just, it, there's some parts that are just like, uh, uh. <laughs> and even but going dude, back. I gotta be real. Yeah. Every time I go back to remake, I'm on hard mode. I just prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I normally, I'm the kind of person that will do, um, uh, it depends on the game, but I usually will do like, whatever you know the highest difficulty is you know depending on you know if if it's a, if it's a, from a franchise that I'm I'm familiar with and I know about what it's going to control like and feel like I'll be like yeah I can start on the hard mode right and then I don't have to do normal um you know cuz I like to, I like to have a little bit of challenge with with my games and sometimes I feel like games uh normal settings are kind of you know like yeah it's it's fine you know but it's more you know but easy modes now are like super easy so they, i feel like they've kind of scaled things in a different way where it's like oh you know the hard mode is kind of you know the t the difficulty if you're a uh if you're a professional video game player um <laughs> or a long time uh, you know you've been playing games for a long time that you know you kind of want to drift a little bit more towards that the harder stuff, um, but I, I don't know. It depends. I think for for rebirth, I'll probably will do like a normal um, first time through, and I'll probably I'll be a bit more. You know, I was waiting. Um, well, I mean, also, I mean, twenty twenty, you know, was a there was a lot of games that came out <laughs> that year, so it was also kind of hard to, you know, just jump right back on in because I'm like I got all these other games uh, waiting for me over here. But it probably won't be that much of a deal this time, um, so I'll probably will jump right back in. Like after I'm after I finish it the first time, I probably will run back through it with, um, almost immediately again on a harder difficulty or whatever. Is it still hard mode? I would assume so, right? I wonder if they're gonna have different kinds of uh, any other types of difficulties, or they're just gonna be like, yeah, we just have hard. Give mode me that critical mode, bro. Give me that critical mm. mode. That's what yeah. I want. Give me something above hard. Drive me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Bone crushing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, there wasn't, like, I'm trying to think of other stuff in the Junon section of the demo. I'll still just maintain um, I don't like the way Yuffie's introduced in this game. Yeah, it was a little, it was strange, but I also felt like, uh, you know, of course, when I saw her the first time, I was like, oh, cool. 
<laughs> and then I was expecting, uh, was not expecting them to just like hard cut right after the boss fight. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought we were gonna get like maybe a little, a little extra. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they could have done it the same way that they did it in OG. You know, I so. do. If it wasn't obviously, it couldn't be optional anymore. But I, I wouldn't mm. have minded they, yeah, meeting her in the woods. Yeah, you meet her at the edge of the grasslands. And you, you have know. to fight her, you have to beat her in a fight, and then you gotta answer the right questions so she doesn't steal your materia. You know, you don't have to do it exactly the same way, but I thought that was a funny meeting. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm gonna hold judgment on most of that stuff, because again, I, I was I was thinking that there was gonna be more <laughs> of that. I mean, glad that there wasn't really, but... I thought there was going to be, it was, it was almost like, oh, oh, you're here. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? Do you need CPR? Uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And I guess there is. I bet no she's the one we again. give CPR to now. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I guess we don't know. If All right. Here's you know. a little prediction. Here's a prediction. Get us started. Instead of giving CPR to Priscilla, we're now giving CPR to Yuffie. And that's what's going to lead Yuffie to have a crush on Cloud. Mmm. Literally, uh, their white knight coming through. Yes. And saving her. Ah, and also, it, in in similar to Aerith, it might subconsciously, even though with Aerith it's more consciously, but with Yuffie it might subconsciously remind her of Zack. Mmm. Yeah, well. I mean, well, I guess that's a, I think that's a pretty good segue into talking about <laughs> the Nibelheim stuff. Um, sure. Which I, uh, I I love it. I love that the whole, the presentation of, you know, a cloud telling the story, you know, and then even there's like little, those little moments of like, um, like when they get to Nibelheim and Sephiroth's like, oh, my mother's Genova. And then like the, it stops and it's almost like a, like a film reel. And Barrett's like, wait, Genova from the Shinra tower and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, don't worry. I'll get, I'm getting to it. <laughs> and then <laughs> all the, um, like going to, you know, cloud going to his mom's house or going to Tifa's house. And, you know, it's like, Oh, you went into my room and he's like, Oh yeah, I did. But you don't have to like, there's, you know, even, and when you go into her room, there's um, like her uh, closet or cabinet over there. And then you have the choice of like, oh, and then I went through Tifa's stuff, and they're like, wait, you went through my stuff? And then it gives you the choice of like, yes or no. And then I didn't. I didn't go through her stuff. Because when they... Because <laughs> I felt bad <laughs> when she was telling me. Like, wait, you went through my stuff? And then I felt even worse, because then if you say no, then Aerith is like, well, if this, if this is your idea of a joke, I don't think it's funny. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, you get shamed either way. Like, oh, bro, yeah, you already yeah, lost. Would, You're in the course. room. You went in her <laughs> room. Say, you already lost. You're already, you're already, yeah, you've already lost <laughs> once you're in there. But, uh, man, the piano minigame is so much fun. So much fun. And I love, 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 love that you can, if you know how to play the piano, you can just play the piano. Yeah, you can just figure it out. You know, and I, and I'm one of my favorite things has been seeing all, um, the people posting videos of them playing other songs with the, in the, through the piano mini game. And I'm like, that's, they didn't need to go that hard. <laughs> they didn't need to go that hard, but I'm, but, but I'm glad did. That they did. Cause it's, 
it's fun, you know, and I can see myself really getting lost in uh in that for uh, for a hot minute for sure. You know, it, it yeah, the whole game that, appears that to be just from itch. what we've seen in the demo and the trailers. It appears as though the whole game is just littered with mini games, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is great because that's what the original felt like. Yeah, and you can just like there's just a whole bunch of stuff for you to do. You can kind of like whatever you feel like. Like, oh, you want to do story stuff? Okay, you can hear some story stuff. You can do that. Or you want to do, uh, you want to do just mini games? Okay, and then here's like twelve different mini games you can play. <laughs> you know, for whatever one fits your fancy. You know, you want to play a card game? Here's a card game. You want to play fucking whack a box? We brought that back for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so I think it's it's nice, yeah, that they've it, this kind of they put. It seems like they put everything and the kitchen sink in here. Like they put mm-hmm. so much stuff in here. And again, I think, you know, it, it's good. Like kind of the way that they were doing this, you know, it allows them or if it make, you know, it feels like it allows them to focus a bit more on those sm- smaller things. Right. And then they, cause they kind of, you know, they had the framework there for the combat and things like that. And kind of, you know, with the story and stuff, and then it kind of is like this. This is going to be the flesh out game, of like here's we're just we're just giving you everything, <laughs> literally everything. Um, and that's I mean that's the impression I got from like the state of play and even from the demo from the little bit that we get in there. But it's it like yeah it feels like a completely different game, honestly, <laughs> just in like. The way it looks, the way it feels, the way it sounds, you know, it just, you know, it doesn't feel like, oh, they just, you know, it's not remake two, <laughs> you know, it feels like yeah. a, it feels like a completely separate experience, but also obviously connected still. Um, and I think that's, again, you know, I've been seeing that a lot more with games lately, like the God of War uh, games, God of War, God of War Ragnarok had that same sort of feeling where it's like, yeah, we really, they nailed certain things in the first game and then they just stuck with that and then just iterated and built on top of that. And that's good. Like I, I think a good sequel to something is like, yeah, they, they, they took all the good stuff and they understood what made it good. And then just like, Oh, just more, just give me more, Hmm. more of the good stuff, (laughs) please. (laughs) You know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, and if, uh, you know, remake is anything to go by, you know, it, it, it kind of, and all the, the love and craft that went even into that game, you know, now they have way more stuff that they can do with everything, you know, oh, yeah. everything's just, everything is just so much more expanded. And I mean, shit, man, like, I think we'll probably, whatever the third game is, we're going to get that probably within the same time frame, I would imagine, you know. I mean, they put. They, I mean, I'm. I'm sure they've been working on it since, <laughs> you know, 2015 uh, to a certain extent. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. you know, which is man, that's almost. It's oh, almost 10 years ago. It's <laughs> almost 10 years ago since they first announced remake, which is wild to think about. Yeah, time flies, man. Yeah, time flies. Yeah, and then we're you know now here we are you know uh, <laughs> six hours away from the game coming out. Uh, <laughs> and it still doesn't feel real, but, um, nope. yeah, the other, um, I loved, I love the Nibelheim part of the demo. I think it was great. And I am 
it just got me so excited because I'm like, oh man, the entire game is going to feel like this. Or at least I hope it does. If not more, <laughs> dude. If not right. more. Exactly. And yeah, I love, like, um, I'm, I'm going to call him Puppy Cloud, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Um, he still freaks me the fuck out. Um, yeah, uh, Cloud, uh, you know, <laughs> LARPing as Zack, it's fucking creepy. <laughs> I mean, I like it. Yeah, it's I, unsettling. It's, it's definitely un- unsettling. Yeah, it's definitely unsettling, but I, I, I still liked it. And I, I think it's still it it very much works. It just it, I knew from the first moment that we saw him like oh god he's gonna be all like bright and cheery and like that doesn't just completely the opposite. And I'm like oh man it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Uh, but it was and it and it but it was still fun and I liked it. I loved Sephiroth and all the stuff that they had with him there, fighting as him and with him. Uh, it was great. And obviously, I mean, for all the people that are into the, <laughs> the cloud and Sephiroth, uh, fan service out there, I'm sure they're eating pretty goddamn well, um, <laughs> with everything mm-hmm. that we got in this demo and then, and that, uh, that final trailer also. But, um, yeah, I, man, like that when you're, when you start to climb up the mountain and the credits start rolling, just oh and the music just the goosebumps it's the whole the whole thing just feels it felt so good i don't even know <laughs> i i don't even know if i could go into any deeper words honestly it just felt you know i had that same feeling like playing uh the remake demo for the first time all all those years ago mhm you know, it gave me that same, you know, goosebumps. I'm like tearing up. <laughs> it's, it was, you know, was fully expecting that going in, but it's still, you know, once it's different, once you're actually, you know, holding the controller in your hand and, you know, walking up. And I, I, I loved uh, meeting all the folks in, in Nibelheim, like Tifa's dad and uh, Zangen and, the mayor and all these people that I'm like, Oh man, I can't wait to <laughs> can't wait to see you all die, uh, <laughs> in, a, in a few short days. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, everything, you know, story-wise I'm thinking, okay. I mean, obviously we're probably going to be revisiting Nibelheim, I mean, well, literally, we are, and then <laughs> I think, in, uh, you know, story-wise, we'll come back here, and we'll maybe we'll see that night a bunch of times, uh, and see different perspectives and things like that. But I think everything, the way that they did it, was pretty good, pretty well handled. Um, I felt really fucking bad when <laughs> Sephiroth went nuts, and it you know, Cloud or, or, you know, Shinra soldier, uh, (laughs) being, you know, you see the, that shot that we see in remake of him reaching towards his house, you know, with his hand as it's burning. And then you're, you're looking at him do that as him. It's very weird. It's very surreal. And I love that they kind of, you know, they play around with it a little bit 
in a way that like if you know you know but you know if you don't know then you'd be like oh that's weird <laughs> that's weird why why is this guy why does this guy seem to care so much he doesn't even talk ask me yeah about my it's girlfriend. pretty cool to see that rebirth <laughs> yeah yeah, it's pretty cool to see that Rebirth is going to capture that same idea of, like, if you are someone who is familiar with this series, there are going to be so many winks and nods for you oh, yeah. embedded in all of this, mm-hmm. where, adversely, it's almost cool to wonder, what does this look like to someone who doesn't know, right? We're mm-hmm. all in the, if you know, you know, perspective. Well, but I then... always find it equally fascinating to look at what's taking place and be like, if you're someone where this is, like, not even maybe first exposure to FF7, but early enough exposure. It's like, man, it, it's you gotta your head's gotta be spinning. All over the I just place. think like I can't I can't yeah. even imagine. I can't I can't imagine of somebody who played remake, right? And then didn't they just didn't engage with anything else. They didn't engage with any of the other compilation material, like Crisis Core, any of that stuff. And then just jumped in. <laughs> Imagine going from remake and then going straight into rebirth. I mean, there are people, there are going to be people that did not play remake and have not played OG and not don't have any prior knowledge. And that this will be going their first to, game. They're gonna come. They're either gonna be coming into rebirth and have that be the first, or they're gonna be playing remake, and you know they're playing remake now for the first time, and then they're gonna go into rebirth. Um. And that's wild to me. <laughs> like, just the concept of, like, how must that feel? Just not having any prior knowledge. I mean, even, you know, we've joked before about, like, oh, you see, you know, Kate Sith when the plate's falling. And people being like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what, what is that little <laughs> creature? Or you go, you know, at the at the finale of Remake, you know, when you see Zack and you see all that stuff. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Why does he have the Buster Sword? What's going on? And then, you know, hopefully, obviously would stir people into being like, I want to figure out what's going on. And like, who is this guy? Why do I care? Why is why is he alive? Is he supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> you know? But I like the, like, mm-hmm. this has been such a unique uh, scenario to find ourselves in. Where, like, there's, you have these different people from you know people that have played og and that were around you know that were kids then and they grew up and you know there's people that played it along the way it's different points in their lives and have different levels of knowledge in terms of like the compilation material and things like that and how all like we're all sort of being funneled into this this new thing and it doesn't feel like anyone's being neglected which is the really fascinating part of it to me is that it doesn't seem like you know, if you don't, well, eh, well, I guess we'll see <laughs> with Rebirth, at least with Remake, considering that most of that game is pretty straightforward and, you know, there isn't a lot of wacky stuff there, you know, until the end. Um, and you could probably get along by fine. But, I mean, they did say, they did say that Rebirth, you could start from Rebirth and have that be your first game. I still am very skeptical about that <laughs> because it seems... Very much like, uh, you know, there it's kind of predicated on you knowing what the hell's going on to at least at least within the story of what's happening in the game and maybe not all the extra behind the scenes stuff or whatever, you know, all the future stuff that is going to happen uh, or I guess in the past question mark <laughs> still don't know still, <laughs> still don't quite know yet. Um, But yeah, it, it's wild. It, it's wild. But I but I it could I. It's so crazy that I think it like it could work. 
You know, like you could just jump of in course. at rebirth and, you know, you're not going to miss too much. I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, we see they have that like little, uh, like movie at the beginning of the demo that is kind of like, you know, speed running like the escape from Shinra Tower and things like that. And like that doesn't really, it, you know, there's not really much, it's not much of a recap, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have a, uh, you know, story so far kind of um, thing. Cause I feel like, I feel like most games have those. Well, they do. They, they have, uh, they have, uh, they've already released like an introductory movie that kind of sums oh, up they? remake for you. Yeah. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised oh, if they pull yeah, an FF 16. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they pull this move similar to FF16, where they have, like, real-time lore available to you from the menu. So, like, say you just meet a See, character. Now, a character. I hope I hope that that is a thing, because, man, there are... Um, uh, I've been playing through uh, Like a Dragon, uh, Infinite Wealth, and it's weird because they had a sort of similar thing... Um, in the one of the last games that came out, it was like a uh, the spinoff. Um, it was like a, like a Dragon Ishin, which is like it was a samurai thing, but it's also like pseudo historic. So they have like a thing of like, oh, this is what this term means. This is what oh, they're talking about a certain era of history. Like this is like it was giving you little things like that, and I was just thinking, I'm like, man. Because there's so many interweaving things going on in these stories, I'm like, man, I wish all games had that. <laughs> I wish all games had active time lore <laughs> that you could just pause at any moment and be like, who are we talking about? What's going on? You know, and especially, you know, for people who don't have, you know, a lot of time to play games, I feel like that's very beneficial for those types of people. Um, you know, that, you know, they either they have a job or they have uh, kids or, you know, other responsibilities and they just don't have a lot of time, a lot of free time to game. So, you know, maybe they only have a couple hours on a on a Saturday night or something to play and that's their game time, you know. So. I think hopefully there is something I didn't see anything like that in the demo, but I was I did, again wasn't I was doing a, it was a very like surface level play through of these demos. I wasn't really like getting into the nitty gritty of all the, you know, all the menus and stuff like that. So I don't know if there is an option for that, but I hope there is. And I hope that becomes like a standard <laughs> in uh, in narrative based games going forward, because I think it's just really helpful and it's really cool, you know? Well, it's funny you bring that up because it, it is – I did poke around the menu quite a bit during the demos and mm-hmm. there wasn't seemingly anything like that there. But who knows? This is this is just a demo. It's not a reflection of yeah. the final product. So we'll oh, know soon. I, we'll know within I, fucking 24 I didn't hours. Look into, I didn't look into it uh, because I didn't want to – you know, I didn't want to stumble on anything spicy. But did anything ever end up coming from – because when they released the Junon part of the demo – they said in like the social media posts, like, Oh, there's going to be content exclusive to the demo. And to me, Oh, that was like, Oh, is there going to be like a quest or something that's only in the demo? Or does that mean that there's items that you get from playing the demo? You know, it didn't seem very clear and I didn't want to look into it, (laughs) but I don't think, I didn't think it was, I didn't see anything in there that I was like, Oh, this is something only going to be in the demo. And not in the in the main game, you know. And I was I don't know if you even knew about that or heard anything about it or noticed it. No, I no. can't say that yeah. I did. I think my guess is that it was probably just like a 
a, a poor choice of wording on their part. And I, I can more, because uh, I was talking about it with people in the, in the Mosey gang, you know, and people were kind of saying, oh, it probably is just like, oh, it'll, you have your saved data from the demo, you're going to get some extra something, maybe an extra materia or some, okay. I don't know. Which, uh, you know, I think that's fine. That's a pretty standard fare for demos, <laughs> for the most part, you know, aside from, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, we have, you have your save data, and um, I still don't, I'm still not entirely sure where this game is going to start. Is it, I guess we're going to start with Nibelheim, right? We're going to start with the Nibelheim flashback, and then... Yes. So, you know, if you, theoretically, I guess if you played the demo, then you wouldn't have to play through the Nibelheim. I mean, I would, I am going to, <laughs> if it, if, uh, if I'm allowed to, um, or I might just start like a fresh save or whatever, but I didn't, I didn't do any sort of research if there was going to be, um, you know, if there's going to be any extra sort of goodies that you get for having like a, you know, a, a save file from remake or something like that, you know, cause I feel like a lot of games do that. You know, like, oh, you, oh, we see you have a save data from the uh, this previous game that, you know, and here's, uh, I don't know, here's some extra potions or something. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's going to be anything like that. I would assume maybe to some degree, but um, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I was just kind of spitballing. Um. You know, that's hey, that's the Midgar Minute experience. We just <laughs> we, we just kind of roll. We just roll with it. We just but roll I think I it. think we've mostly kind of covered the demo. I'm interested in what are your what are your predictions for this game? Like, what, oh, if there's anything you can forecast and <laughs> what's to come, what, what what would you say? I mean, there's uh, there's a lot there's a lot of things that I'm thinking about. Um, I. I'm very curious about the Zack stuff, obviously. Um, more so because of the stuff that we saw in the trailer, that last trailer of you know him talking to Sephiroth and Sephiroth being like, oh, no, not you. And being <laughs> like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Are you... <laughs> is 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 Zack being in this game going to be a fake-out? <laughs> or, well, I mean, obviously <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be in the game, but is it going to be like, oh, we, we keep him around and then we're just, Sephiroth's just going to kill him? <laughs> and then... You know, but I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that, but, um, as for my actual thoughts and predictions, um, I want, I want the hooded figure to be Verdot or Glenn. I still am back and forth, uh, (laughs) the, the emissary from Wu-Tai. Uh, I mean, I was, I wanted it to be Glenn, but then you said it could possibly be Verdot and I'm like, I well, I got a new yeah. one for you now. I Uh-oh. think it could be Godo. Oh. Mm. For those listening who may not know, Godo Kisaragi, so Yuffie's father. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible it could be him. Yeah, I mean, because he does get, you know, he does get brought up in her DLC, and she's like, ah, I don't want to talk about it. And, I mean, I am, like, 99% certain that when we see what appears to be Gilgamesh in the trailer, pretty sure that's Wutai. I mean, unless, and I know we talked nope, about we're it we're not going time. to Wu-Tai in this game. I think Nomura mentioned in an interview they're saving Wu-Tai for part three. Okay, so then I guess that maybe that is just a, like, a, uh, a Wu-Tai-inspired uh, arena or something. <laughs> maybe it's somewhere in the gold, mm-hmm. the gold saucer has a Wu-Tai room um, <laughs> that you go into and fight Gilgamesh in. 
Um, or who knows, maybe it's a, um, uh, combat simulator type deal, which in which case that it could literally, (laughs) it could be, you know, we could go anywhere in the combat simulator, I guess. But, um, I think, uh, as far as Zach is concerned, you know, I, I don't want to say he's going to be, like, the second protagonist of the game. I don't know if it's going to go that far. I mean, I think we're absolutely going to play as him in Midgar. And I think is honestly kind of a a smart way for them to keep Midgar in the game without us going back there just yet. You know, but we eventually we will go back there at some point. But but that did get me thinking is that if we are playing as Zack in Midgar and that's he's going to, like, be chilling over there. I wonder if they're going to make any changes to Midgar, like layout-wise, or you know what I mean. Like well, we're, I I don't think we're even going. I don't think um, other than quote unquote Zach's world, quote unquote. I don't think we're going back to Midgar. I I think they mentioned period. that Midgar's like, off even even in the third game. No, third game they haven't said, but I think they've mentioned in this game we're not. Oh yeah, that, and that. that well yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like it's a smart way for them to have Midgar in this game without actually. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, being like, oh, it's a good excuse to have us be there with, you know, aside from being like, oh, yeah, we could just go back there if we want. Um, <laughs> you know, and then they just have, uh, you know, Zach's story be sort of centralized around Midgar and whatever the fuck else is going to happen there. Because <clears throat> we don't, I, I, when it comes to the rest of Zach's stuff, I have zero fucking clue. Zero idea <laughs> of, <laughs> of what's. Uh, to expect there. We all, I, no I'm, one has a clue. I mean, I, of course I would want, um, I, I, I go back to, uh, I don't remember exactly when we were talking about it, but the, the possibility that Zach is going to be dealing with Genesis and deep ground and those guys and have that, that's going to be his, those going to be his boss fights. But even though I don't, because I feel like uh, Genesis, I mean, he can come back, but it seems to me that Sephiroth is just, he's he is the big bad for this whole thing, or Genova, or wh- whoever, right? <laughs> whatever whatever Sephiroth is, um, I think, I don't think there's going to be any sort of... Like I can't, I can't necessarily imagine Genesis coming back and being like a secondary villain again. <laughs> because I, mean, I don't think imagine. he'd be a villain. I don't think he'd be a villain if he came back. Mm. Well, yeah, I guess because he's, um, uh, yeah, I guess he's kind of. Well, I don't know if reformed is the right way to put it, but um, you know, I guess he did. He reached enlightenment with Minerva, I guess. Question well, mark? his geostigma, <laughs> at gonna... the very least, was cleared. Right, yeah. So, I mean, there's some something there. And then, you know, I guess uh, based off of that uh, that secret ending for Dirge, where he's like, ah, brothers, there's more work to be done, or whatever he says. Um, I mean, who knows? And maybe Deep Ground, maybe he turns Deep Ground... Uh, you know, maybe he turns, maybe they become good. That'd be weird. But, um, <laughs> because I mean, they don't I could become also good. See... They don't become good. They want vengeance on Hojo. Mm, yeah. 
and then I think because I don't I can't imagine uh, them like teaming up with Sephiroth necessarily and being like oh you know I think like Deep Ground and all that those guys are gonna have their own shit going on and then they're gonna Mm -hmm. maybe be involved in whatever the greater plot is at some point but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I hope. I hope we get to see Azul in this game. I know that's a weird thing to hear <laughs> come out of my mouth, <laughs> but uh, I hope. I hope if if we see Deep Ground in this game, um, I hope we do see. Uh, I hope we see the other members, uh, uh, Rosso and uh, Azul. Rosso, Rosso the Crimson. Uh, <laughs> I hope she has the exact same accent. Uh, <laughs> I hope they're exactly the same and they have not they changed at be. all. Which, I mean, if Nero and Weiss are anything to go by, I mean, they're mostly the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, even, I mean, Nero, you know, had about as much screen time in the DLC as he did in Dirge, but, you know. <laughs> that, just, that just means there's room for improvement there, I think. Exactly. <laughs> there's just a lot of room for improvement. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, uh, you know, we were talking about in the last episode about, you know, Rufus and Hojo being at the Temple of the Ancients, and, like, how Mm -hmm. that was not the case in OG, and, like, okay, so, you know, is, like, what, where's Hojo gonna be at the end of this game, you know? Like, are are we gonna, do you think Hojo's gonna make it (laughs) past this game? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because, I mean, it's got to be... Because if they... You can't have a final act without Hojo. And I think that's something they want to change along right. the way. Right, and that, that's, that, what I'm, that... that's what I'm saying. Like, at this point, it like I feel like, to a certain degree, it could literally be... They could bring it any which way that they want, you know? Like, at this point, like now that we know what's going on to a certain degree, that we know that shit's going to be weird and different, you know, I think that, to me, is just like, oh, it could be anything. <laughs> like at this point like yep. the you know it could literally be just to go in about any direction um you know and and at least at least we'll have the benefit of the knowledge of knowing that uh you know that it it, it is going to get fucky <laughs> and weird <laughs> you know and instead of uh, you know, kind of getting a little bit of it during remake and being like, oh, the whispers are weird. Like, what's going on with that? And then it just kind of went. And like, oh, all this other shit that's going on. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I hope... Um, I hope we get more stuff. I, I'm, I like... The, the Zack stuff, I keep going back to it. Obviously, it's the it's the biggest thing in here that I'm the most curious about. Um, but I mean, I'm also, I'm very curious about how Sephiroth is going to handle, uh, corrupting cloud. I mean, cause we've already seen little bits and pieces and you know, how he is, you know, sort of more actively being like, Hey man, be angry. <laughs> like, I know you're, you don't know what's going on. Don't think too hard. Just be angry. And, oh, who knows? I mean, I I don't know. I killed Tifa. I don't know who that is. I killed Tifa in Nibelheim. Oh, did I? Mm, oh, I don't know. Did you? Did I? 
Um, and I think, you know, seeing Troll Sephiroth is going to be interesting. <laughs> and seeing, I don't know what lengths this uh, man is trying to go to, to, to break Cloud mentally, but I don't know. It seems like he at least gets him to swing on Tifa. But I don't think I don't think he's gonna kill Tifa though. I don't think Cloud's gonna kill Tifa. No, that's pretty much a given. But I do think it's possible. I can that see Cloud maybe gen- killing Aerith, maybe, but not Tifa. Well, yeah, I mean, there are people who think that's actually what happened in the original. Mm-hmm. So that's not the craziest notion that Cloud's gonna be the one to do the deed. And in fact, it would be a good way to make the scene perhaps even more impactful. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean. And I'm just gonna ignore the fact that in the in the that last trailer we see him trying to stop Sephiroth from killing her. So who knows? Uh, maybe. And again, who knows what's what's a red herring? What stuff that is taken out of? You know, that could be. You know, that scene of of Cloud going to stop Sephiroth. You know, doing his uh, downward thrust on <laughs> on Aerith. Uh, I don't know why, <laughs> why I said it like well, we that. We all knew it was. We all knew it was never going to be. It wasn't going to be the same thing, right? That if Sephiroth tried that, you know, we would stop right, that right. this time. So, it's like, is that something his... that could have? I, I think, you know, I'm trying not to buy too much into the editing of these trailers because they definitely want to lead you in a certain direction, and I feel like that is a mistake. <laughs> it's a follow. Uh, you know where they want you to go because I feel like that's how they're they're just trying to set us up for some crazy crazier shit that we're not even prepared for. Um, but even based on what we've been seeing so far, um, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> this shit's gonna get crazy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I want to know what the fuck that, uh, that bone dude is about. Uh, I, I, I want to say that that guy is, uh, Check some, it. like, Check some it. form of, like, Cetra or something. I know we talked about it last time, but he's, I got like, something some... for you. Oh, okay. I got something for you on this guy. Okay. So, so if you consider, I'm not going to say this is confirmed, mm-hmm. but people are speculating that this is the same voice actor who read those lines from the original E3 2015 reveal trailer. Interesting. Because the voice actor sounds exactly the same. The guy who said, long ago, we looked upon a foreboding sky. Mm -hmm. The memory of the star that threatened all burns eternal in our hearts. In its wake came an age of silence. Yet with each fond remembrance, we knew those encountered were not forgotten. That someday we would see them again. Perhaps it was no more than wishful thinking. But after the long calm, there are now the beginnings of a stir. The reunion at hand may bring joy, it may bring fear, but let us embrace whatever it brings. For they are coming back. At last the promise has been made. Now when we saw that in the trailer, we 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 kind of thought that was like meta talk. Yeah, that's for yeah, them the talking FF7 about crew. Yeah, FF7. Right, but right, right. if this really is the same voice actor, he could be talking about the ancients. And that would explain why they may want the Black Materia. Because mm. in the way the Black Materia was able to rebirth Sephiroth, maybe they're fancying that the Black Materia can be used to revive an ancient or the ancients. I don't mm. know. But they have an interest in the Black Materia too. And if this is true, that this is the same voice actor, man... That yeah, that kind of opens up a lot of 
things, <laughs> a lot of things that I was not willing uh, or not was not willing was not ready to uh, unpack. But um, that's definitely and it's so funny because I was just thinking about uh, that that initial announcement trailer because I I keep feeling like man there's going to be stuff that's going to be in that trailer that is going to matter later on or stuff that is going to be like we can look back on and be like oh they were like signposting this from all the way back in 2015 you know so that's yep. that's interesting um i mean yeah the fact that he is asking to he is asking for the black materia is the the most curious part cuz i'm like okay so are you like is you're just a third party that wants also wants the black materia or are you like you know is Sephiroth hedging his bets <laughs> like what's mm-hmm. what's going on here um because, yeah, the, I think because I'm just trying to think of stuff from these last couple trailers that we got. Like, that and the Ze- the stuff with Zack and Sephiroth outside of the church are, like, my two biggest, like, huh? What? <laughs> what? Wait, what? Who? <laughs> huh? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to, I'll put, I'll put a bet down that uh, that guy is an ancient of some sort. You know, maybe he's not like a pure ancient. Maybe he's like a, I don't know, offshoot or something. No, no way. No way. Because if he's an ancient, it completely takes away the impact of Aerith being the last one. Yeah. Or the fact that Marlene might be the legacy. Mm. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking like maybe he's not, maybe he's not a Cetra, but like some, if there was, you know, maybe other beings around during that time that we just didn't (laughs) we didn't know about or you know i guess maybe could have been created for this new story um because i guess that's a possibility too is like it's just oh a completely different new angle of a like a whole other faction that's being introduced right now um Mm -hmm. which you know could be interesting or it could be it could be that it could be eh, you know (laughs) Mm because like at this point i'm like i i don't think that they would need to uh, in, introduce any other like parties into this of like people like new new people um i mean you could but uh, i don't know it, again not knowing where the story's going and and which direction they want to take it in um you know like would 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 the story benefit from having another like brand new faction that has never appeared in anything else before at this point of the story in particular, you know, mm-hmm. would there be a benefit to that? I don't know. Is it, we don't even know if it's new, probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, I still, when we were talking about it last week, I feel like, you know, I, I saw people saying that it was like uh, in the bone village or whatever near Cosmo Canyon. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's some other, you know, because there could be some other primordial stuff, you know, like, um, why do I keep forgetting that thing's name from Dirge? Uh, Chaos? Was that? Was Omega. That Omega, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and there's other, I feel like there there is possibility, like, there's openings in the lore of FF7 for them to have more, like, uh, like, primordial or, like, celestial kind of beings, um, but obviously the Cetra and the Ancients kind of being like the, the, and Genova kind of being the main ones and Minerva too, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's related to Minerva. 
We don't know. Could be. Could be. Maybe that's what he wants to use the black materia for. Yeah. You know, because we, because, you know, if, and, you know, because we keep, you know, we're talking about Genesis and all this stuff. I mean, if Genesis is, is around and he does show up at some point, that means that Minerva is involved to some extent. Of course. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So that means, yeah, the implications of like Genesis, if he comes back, then, okay, then Minerva's involved. So then is it like everyone, all the, all the, uh, other, like celestial beings like coming together to fucking <laughs> to smack down Sephiroth and Genova because I still am not I I I'm I've I've been leaning more towards that this is this is actually Sephiroth you know like just ripping through space and time and just kind of showing up wherever and you know making tweaks and you know possibly making these little pocket dimensions like I think that is him I believe that is you know it's not like him being controlled by Genova. I feel like, you know, Genova was the sort of instigating force to get him to move down this path. But I feel like at some point he has overtaken Genova and maybe, maybe not like fully absorbed her, but like, I don't know, like surpassed her and then, or consumed her. So I, I don't, I don't know the best way to put it, but you get what I'm trying to say, though. Like, I, I feel like Sephiroth, you know, the, this whatever prime, Sephiroth prime, <laughs> I guess we'll call him, uh, you know, I think is, is, has transcended beyond, you know, that, you know, even maybe even having a need for Genova other than just as a tool to, I don't know. Like, because we see him in the trailers gathering or either gathering or scattering uh, her remains you know, and having, you know, like on the boat, we see he has like a piece of her arm and stuff. And well, I guess he does have her body. He did take all her whole ass body <laughs> at the end of remake. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's, you know, maybe, uh, you know, planting different parts of her uh, in certain spots. Or maybe he needs to tap into her abilities or, or her something in order to do what he has to do. I don't know. I, I, I've definitely, since we've had that, uh, you know, for people listening and they don't know, uh, we did do a podcast like a while ago about discussing whether, whether or not like, is this Sephiroth? Is it Genova? Is it a split? Is it, are they working together or are, is like, you know, is Sephiroth the dominant one and Genova's like there, but she can't really do anything or is it the other way around? You know, is Sephiroth going to be, like, the ultimate victim of all this stuff at the end of the day? You know, and then we're going to try and, like, save him from the clutches of Genova's treachery or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, which I think, again, I, I would be interested in seeing something like that. Because I think there's a, you know, we and we see it a little bit more here in the demo as well. Um, you know, the the pre-meltdown pre uh, pre <laughs> Sephiroth. Uh, and that there's a lot of stuff there. I still haven't, um, I'm not current on the Ever Crisis stuff. I know they put out more First Soldier stuff. Um, I think it was either last month or the month before. Um, and I have not touched any of that stuff yet. Uh, but I, I liked the stuff that I saw there of, like, young Sephiroth. And, you know, he's like, I just want friends. <laughs> you know, like, who is this guy? <laughs> How did you get here? I would ask who hurt you, but I already know. Um, <laughs> I saw it. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I think Sephiroth is another person, uh, 
you know, I, I'm super excited to hear, like, hear and see everyone else interact and all the other characterization and stuff that they get, like the main party and stuff like that. But Sephiroth, to me, is someone who I keep going back to in my mind of, like, I... You're obvious. He's obviously like the you know the centerpiece of this new story, right? And the directions that they could potentially take him are, are what is what is intriguing me the most, even more than the Zack stuff. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I think about like because there's so much, there's so much potential there, and there's so much stuff that they could do with that character. That I mean, from what I've seen so far, they've been doing pretty well, and they've been. You know, he's been kind of, you know, lurking for the most part, but I feel like he's going to be a lot more active in this game and it'd be a bit more of a, a present force instead of just like he pops up every once and again in a headache uh, only to cloud, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and it was, and that was something I wasn't too sure of back when Remake, uh, you know, when we just finished Remake and I remember being like, so are we just gonna not see Sephiroth until like the, the the end of the game? But nope, it seems to be very he's going to be present throughout this this whole thing, which I feel like is good and lends itself much like ever, all the other things that I could uh, that I've been praising about all the other character stuff in uh, the rest of the game for all these other characters. I think that could also happen with Sephiroth, you know, and I'm excited. Because I like Sephiroth a lot, and I, I want I want him to have a bit more, you know, I want to see where they can bring that character and take him, and, you know, and, and especially now if he is, like, this omnipotent force, and, like, you know, what the, what, what the fuck is your deal? <laughs> what is your plan? Like, what do you, what is, what is the end game for you, man? Um, which I love that we still don't know anything, anything. <laughs> Remember, remember they, uh, I forget which trailer it was supposed to be, but I, I don't know if it was, uh, Nomura or Katase or somebody, uh, that was like, oh, once you see the trailer, you'll know what we're doing. Uh, I think, they were, <laughs> I think they fucking lied. About they were that. yanking our chain, dog. Yeah, they were, they, they pulled an Ed Boon on us and <laughs> they're just like, yeah, you guys will know. Like no, I have. I, in fact, I've I've known less and less as the the more trailers that we got. I knew less and less about what the fuck was going on. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 super interested to see uh, what they do with Sephiroth in this and um, Cisne. How could I forget Cisne? How could not, you forget? Not, not much. Not much of a prediction. Uh, I guess because <laughs> we already know that she's there. <laughs> but um, I mean, I would like to think that you know she. You know, obviously she's been in Gongaga, just hanging out. You know, doing. You know, uh, looking after Zach's parents. And I mean, the fact that you're even able to go back to Gongaga, and that's like one of the areas that you're able to go in this game. Like, I it. You know, I think she's gonna play a pretty significant role in in things to come and then maybe i don't know because if i think gungaga is going to be huge i think gungaga is where uh a lot of clouds past is going to be uncovered this time mm -hmm. around yeah and the fact that they're even like oh yeah you can go to the reactor there and i'm like hmm that's interesting um you know and because i think that's gonna depending on what all the zach stuff means and where they're gonna go with it i mean it could you know I keep going back to, you know, watching the the state of play and they're like, ah, oh, 
what uh what, what did they say uh you know uh honor the memory of Zack and go to his hometown and all I'm like hmm okay so you know as cloud we're going to go there and yeah, he's just going to be like I guess he's going to be over it at that point of like oh yeah I'm me and Zack is Zack and cuz I'm like I'm I'm wondering how that whole confrontation's going to go <laughs> Because that, like, obviously, it's after Calm and after Cloud tells the story and everything, so I'm curious. I I think it's gonna I, be like a, a kind of a breaking point for him. Mm. I don't see how it cannot be. Yeah, I mean, well, hmm. Because I guess would Cloud even know Cisne? Is the is the question? Because he was no, unconscious. No, that, that's kind of the point. That that's that's the problem is he doesn't know Cisne and Cisne uh, yeah. doesn't oh, and really know she's him. She's gonna be like, oh, I know, I know you from the thing, and, and he's gonna start going, what the? F-? <laughs> she's and then a- Zach's parents. <laughs> you don't think Zach's parents are gonna take a look at his soldier uniform and be like, hey, you or must the, know our or buddy the fucking, Zach, or the Buster Sword, you know? Dude, exactly. <laughs> Aaron, wait, because wait, Aaron's is ju- no, no, it's Angel's dad. So Zach's dad. Would oh, that's Angel's. But- I was, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I got. But I mean, <laughs> Aaron, I'm like, wait, aren't they dead? <laughs> but Aerith just saying Cl- Zach's name in remake fucked up right. Cloud's I, head. What the hell do you think's think gonna happen now? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, imagine the entire time, you know, we see Cisne and then she starts talking and then it's just silent <laughs> the whole time, and Cloud's just like freaking out, holding his temples, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And then we don't actually get to actually talk to her or. <laughs> deal like like we just go there and we're like oh no we can't go to Gungog anymore we gotta we gotta get out of here we can't have cloud in the party <laughs> he has to be in the back line whenever we go to Gungaga <laughs> or else we can't talk to Cisne <laughs> um but yeah I mean that yeah Cisne being there is like a whole a, a whole can of worms that I was not uh, like, of course I wanted, but I'm like, oh wait, now that it, it's, it's real, it's an actually real thing that is going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell could possibly come from that. Um, but I'm super excited to see it and it's probably going to be super sad and it's going to be super awkward. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think, um, there's not really any like newer predictions that we have. I haven't already mentioned on other like previous episodes that we've done recently mm-hmm. um hmm. yeah and i haven't really budged really on the whole Aerith stuff i mean i think i still think she's gonna die it, it quote unquote because i don't know if death even means anything <laughs> in this world anymore i mean because you know they keep talking about the live stream and you know is anyone really truly dead? And, you know, we just exist forever in the live stream. Just, we're always, we're always in a state of existing and not existing at all times. And, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of, you know, the ebbs and flows of the galaxy and the universe and all this, you know, so who knows <laughs> at the end of the day, who knows? Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that'd be, that'd be it for me. Was there any, uh, predictions that you had yeah i'll leave it at this i think both Aerith and cloud die and wake up in zach's world mm. and that's what we see in the in the trailer of them talking yep. in the church yeah i mean 
that would um I think that's a pretty good explanation as to why we see that. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, it could that could just be a it could be a, a dream. It could be literally cloud sleeping because we you know we've seen him, you know, he's had like similar you know, obviously the the um the affirmation scene? No, that's not the right word. Affirmation. <laughs> uh which scene? No, no, in uh in the remake, the uh affinity scene. That's what I'm thinking of. There you go. Um <laughs> I was I was like, that's not the right word. Uh <laughs> um you know, and kinda she was more like ethereal there. So who I mean, who knows, man? It could be you know, and like at this point, you know, I can see Aerith being a bit more open or not so much hiding her you know, her whatever weird future knowledge that he that that she has in the you know, like if you think back to remake and how she kind of became almost a different person in Shinra Tower when she was talking about all this stuff and you know, when she's talking to Sephiroth and like everything about you is wrong and you know, so like I'm I'm curious to see how much and obviously we see Aerith in the in that last trailer being like this isn't it's not about me it's about saving the planet and you and you know so she knows stuff but I wonder if she's going to be a bit more you know and Tifa as well cuz Tifa man I forgot how how much fucking she holds back <laughs> in remake and how she just kind of is like yep yeah, I'm just going to not we're just going to not I'm talk gonna about not it. I'm going to not go there. <laughs> We're just going to not talk about anything, and I'm going to be okay about it. I promise. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, man, uh, well, I mean, I guess it's all going to come to head uh, to a head eventually. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, Tifa's going to get thrown into some, <laughs> the, not the live stream, but the, uh, the spirit pool or whatever. Which I guess, uh, is it the, I guess it is the live stream, right? Um, so I don't know, man, I'm, it's, it's, it's like there, there are too many possibilities to where it's like, I, I I can't even like zero in on that many of them because of just how, you know, this, this is a completely different ball game than remake where like remake is like, okay, like we know that most of it's going to be the same. And we, I mean, we know that most of the, this game is like, you know, going to be, sort of the same like is sort of like the you know places we go and the things we do for the most part but I'm even less sure now (laughs) than I ever have been (laughs) about where things are gonna go and who's gonna end up where who's gonna show up where so um yeah and then I I guess yeah if if uh we wanted to follow your prediction along then what does that mean <laughs> for for the story going forward, you know? Well, is sometimes gonna... I wonder mm. if this is going to be, if everything we see going on is like just a replay of Livestream White, Livestream Black. Mm-hmm. And if this is, you know, when they talk about in that passage about going back to the surface, going back to reality, I wonder that if Sephiroth can kill Aerith in Zack's world, if that just deletes you know what I mean? Mm. Permanently. What does death mean in this world? Well, look, she died in the original, right? But then, like, she comes back and she exists in memories and she could visit Cloud and she could do show up for Holy. She's not 
really dead. So what if they take that to the next level? Okay, she's dead. But now Sephiroth's going to go where the dead people go, the live stream, and just axe her Kill out Kill him there. again. <laughs> As if she never existed. What if that's what he wants to do? Literally what if instead of killing of Aerith, yeah. just remove her from existence, past, present, and future. She's just gone. I mean, that would be... I feel like that'd be uh, the the only real way I feel like he could continue doing whatever he's doing because if she's involved in any way, shape, or form, you know, and then I guess Cloud secondarily because, you know, he would be the only other person I feel like, or, or at least Sephiroth would feel like, uh, would have the drive to want to stop him, right? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, as far as Sephiroth is concerned, he's like, all right, as long as I take them two out and, like, permanently take them out, even though, hmm, I mean, I guess he's not gonna, he's, obviously he doesn't want to kill Cloud outright, at least not right away, and that's why he's trying to, uh, you know, get him to join the dark side or whatever, uh, <laughs> and then maybe that fails, and then he's like, all right, well, I'll just kill you then. <laughs> You know, we tried doing it the easy way, or we tried doing it the hard way. Now let's do it the easy way and just delete. <laughs> Get out of my way. And then I guess, yeah, he probably have to would have to delete Zack as well. And who knows, maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe Sephiroth gets a little too carried away and, like, breaks reality in an even crazier way, and we, you know... If there's if at any point in this game, there's a, a a section of it where there everything's in PS1 graphics, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> and that that's something that I remember Maximilian dude uh, bringing up like years ago, of uh, being like, oh, if they ever if it's ever like you know we see or we are in like PS1 Final Fantasy VII OG, I will fucking lose my mind. <laughs> Well, I'm ready like for if, it. If they're going to get that crazy with it, because, you know, they they definitely could. Oh, yeah. Easily. And, you know, I'm just thinking, like, hmm. You know, uh, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 did that with uh, Shadow Moses Island, which was the place that you were in the first game. And they mm -hmm. kind of do, like, oh, you're not, like, in... It's not, like, PS1 graphics there, but you do... Um, there's these little moments when, you know, someone will say something and then the snakes remembering and then you can like mash R1 and then you see a bunch of flashes of like memories and stuff and it would all be of the, the original PS1 game. And I'm like, oh, that was handled very tastefully. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, you know, if Sephiroth wants to go like super, super duper meta about it. <laughs> and if this is, you know, a continuation of the... You know, if OG was the uh, genesis huh, for all this, <laughs> you know, this that that's where the beginning of reality started or whatever. And then, you know, this is all just a continuation of that. Who knows? You know, and how 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 fast does Sephiroth have to walk <laughs> to get, you know, uh, what he whatever he's going after, whatever, you know doing kickflips with the planet or whatever he wants to do. <laughs> he wants to <laughs> grind the planet on all the, on the rings of Saturn or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> at this point, but um, yeah, man, I am very excited and I can't wait. Same, dude. I mean, it's, li it's literally it's basically here. 
we're we're right <laughs> we're we're right here basically um mm-hmm. so yeah i mean yeah i guess that's that's really it i mean i don't i'm trying i was trying to think i don't think there was anything that we missed from the demo or anything no i think we uh covered all our bases I think today we got it all there so yeah so um yeah, next next episode will be our first rebirth, our pro- first proper rebirth episode. The rebirth era. And yeah, a lot of a lot of big things coming, so definitely stay tuned. Stay uh, tuned. If you, stuck, if you stuck around to the end, uh, appreciate you. We went a little bit longer this time than we <laughs> normally do. Um, that's okay. But that's good, you know. The, I get the strange feeling. I get the very strange feeling that that might be a trend <laughs> going yeah. forward uh, with with future episodes. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see when we get there. And uh, uh, for everyone else, a uh, happy you know rebirth day. I guess uh, whenever <laughs> whenever rebirth you hear Eve. this, uh, happy rebirth Eve. And um, yeah, I guess without. Uh, Without further ado, uh, do you want to count us down this time? Sure. Are you ready for it? Oh, I'm always ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Oh, ooh, I got a little scrap. <laughs> <laughs>